Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Tech Sense podcast. In this episode, we're going to be explaining the stock market. And right off the bat, I know that might seem like a very complex topic, but I can assure you by the end of this episode, you're going to leave with the basic understanding of stocks and how the market works. Now, if you want to understand the stock market, then you need to understand the concept of supply and demand. Supply and demand are like soulmates. They're your Jim and Pam, your cookies and milk, your Jada Smith and August. Without supply and demand, there's no economy and there's no market. Now, just for a second, close your eyes and let's make up this messed up world where everyone's obsessed with bananas. And let's say in this world, we got 100 people and one banana. Now, how do you think these 100 people are going to view this banana? Obviously, this banana is of value. In this world, everyone likes bananas, but the problem here is that there's only one banana. There simply isn't enough banana to go around for every individual. Therefore, the price of the banana is going to go up because there's more demand than supply. This is a very important point here, and that point is that when demand for a product is greater than supply, the price of the product will always rise. Now, let's flip this around completely. Let's say that you have 1,000 bananas now, and you have 100 people. Now what's going to happen? In this case, there's plenty of bananas to go around for everyone. So the banana isn't as valuable as before, and the price of each banana is going to fall. This is the other important point, which is the exact opposite now. It's when the supply of a product is greater than the demand, the price of the product will fall. Now, I know what you might be thinking. What do bananas have to do with stocks? The point is that this concept of supply and demand applies to stocks. Stocks are pieces of companies that anyone can own, and their prices fluctuate based on supply and demand. When there's a large quantity of a stock that is attractive, the price will rise. When there's a large quantity of a stock that isn't attractive, the price is going to fall. And now, to further understand stocks, let's take a look at another food, pie. Let's imagine that your amazing mother, father, or whoever it is that cooks in your family bakes a fruit pie. And let's say that this fruit pie represents a company. In this case, let's say the pie represents Apple. And Apple plans to release a new iPhone that does the same exact thing as the one before it, but the only problem here is that Apple doesn't have enough money. So what is Apple going to do? They're going to solve this problem by going public. Going public just means that a company is going to sell their stock to the public so that the company can raise money and improve their services. It's really just like a fancy GoFundMe. So like, let's go back to the pie in this example, right? Apple is a pie. In order to raise money, let's say that they cut like small little slices, right? They cut up small little slices of the pie, pull it out of like the whole pie, and sell those small little slices to the public. Each of those slices represents the stock, or also known as shares, that people are buying. And as, a, as each person comes along, buys a slice, Apple is going to use that money to improve the company and you know, improve their services overall. The point being is that companies go public because they need money, and they use this money to improve their products or services. It's like if Nike actually used their money to fix their sneakers app, or Snapple got rid of those ugly plastic bottles and brought back the fat caps. Now, you might be asking yourself why people themselves might buy stock. Selling stocks benefits the company, but how does it benefit the people who actually buy the stock? It's important to remember that when you buy a stock, you're an investor. You're giving money to a company with the expectation of making money. When you buy stock, you buy a small fraction of the company. Over time, if the company's value increases, that small little piece of the company that you own too, it's also going to increase and eventually you'll be able to sell that small little piece to another investor who's interested in the company. 
If you make a good investment and buy stock in a company with the potential to grow, you're going to make money. If you buy stock from a company that has the potential to go downhill, you're going to lose money. All right. In this last part of the episode, I'm going to paint a picture for you guys and walk you through a simple scenario to ensure that you get the basics of stocks down. So for this scenario, let's picture this guy named Kim. And let's say that Kim runs a barbecue chicken joint that makes the best chicken in town. The only thing is that Kim isn't satisfied with his business. He wants to open more shops across the country and make more money. So what is Kim going to do? He's going to go public. He's going to list his company on the stock exchange and sell his stock to the public to raise money. So let's say uh, Kim's, you know, when he sells the stock, everything's successful and a lot of people buy and he raises $2 million. He's now going to put that $2 million to work. He's going to open many successful stores across the country and he's going to make even more money. As Kim companies grow, he becomes even more successful. The new investors become even more interested in this company and they buy even more stock in Kim's chicken joint. At this point, Kim is winning at life. He's making money and his company's stock is rising higher and higher. But let's say things take a turn. Let's say that Kim lets the success get to his head and becomes to treat people and the other employees in the company very badly. Becomes a controlling, toxic person. He's, at this point, he's just like a walking scooter brawn. And now the company is stuck with a horrible CEO, and this is obviously a problem. Employees start complaining about Kim. And once the public hears about Kim's behavior, investors begin to panic because they think that Kim's management style is a liability to the company's success. As a result, investors sell their stock and, you know, as they're selling the stock, dumping more and more of it into the market as supply, that supply isn't met with any demand. So what that means is that the stock is going to plummet. In the end, everything goes downhill. The stock plummets. Kim loses his role as CEO. His wife divorces him. And everything is just a complete mess. And that's pretty much the end of the episode. At this point, I've used barbecue chicken joints, bananas, and much more to explain stocks. So I can only hope that you leave here with a basic understanding of the stock market. Thank you all for listening. Mm-hmm.